Tzoraim Tov, we continue in the Sefer Bayam Darkecha. We are now on page Kuf Ayin Tes. We just started the next section that is called the service, the essence of the service of the daytime. And after we got through that Psicha, we're now on the first parak, which is called the Tvila, the immersion in the mikvah, and learning in the early morning. First subsection, Hatfila, the immersion in the mikvah. One of the preparations to receive the most powerful light that comes Shabbos morning, if you're able to, is to go to the mikvah in the morning. The Arizal says the following. He says one should go to the mikvah Shabbos morning and that's like we mentioned earlier, he says, that you have to go to the mikvah on Erev Shabbos. And on Shabbos, Erev Shabbos, it's to separate yourself from the mundane and to cling to Gidush of Shabbos. So therefore, you need another tefillah as well. And there's a great difference between the Kedusha of Friday night and the Kedusha Shabbos morning, which is much more Kedusha in Shabbos morning. The Rizal continues, but there is a difference. On Erev Shabbos, you have to dip twice into the mikvah. Once to remove your, so to speak, weekday garments from your soul. And the second one now is to cling and to draw forth the holiness of Shabbos to you. But now in the morning, you only need to do one immersion in the mikvah to bring higher Kedusha of the day of Shabbos but there's nothing to take away from the night of Shabbos, which is already holy. And therefore, this going to the mikvah is the highest, most spiritual immersion of the entire week. And it draws the person to the holiness of the Shabbos morning, which is the highest level of holiness. I see a hand up. Yes, Steve? Oh, you can't hear me. Rabbi? Yeah. Oh, so um, I think uh, we learned that you can't go on Shabbos unless you go like almost every day or every day of the week. Is that just if you have to go or for this for this tevila you can go even if you don't go every day? Well, if you would be going every Shabbos, in other words, you just don't generally just go once on a Shabbos. But if your custom is to go every Shabbos, then you go every Shabbos. Not going to not have you go if you don't go every day. The idea being that you go on a regular basis, not just a one-off. Oh, I'm going to go this Shabbos, and I don't usually go. So we'll j- that's what it means. Okay, now we go to base. And that's where we're going to spend uh, a lot of our time now, is learning before davening. So Baruch Hashem in our shul. We have an 8 o'clock class before the 8.45 Shachar Shabbos morning. We have an 8.50 class before the 9.30 second minion. And we're going to discuss what's the importance of that learning and how that learning should be. It's so interesting. So many people, you know, it's hard enough for them to come on time for davening on Shabbos when it's at the such late hour of 8.45. And as some even come later, and to suggest to, to get earlier to shul, it's very difficult for many people. 
But the truth is, in the winter, it shouldn't be so difficult. You go to bed early, and you should be able to learn early in the morning. Let's discuss what is the great value of learning before davening. Well, as much as going to the mikvah is a preparation to receive the light of Shabbos morning, but the actual light enters during your davening. Okay? And therefore, a person should not be satisfied with a little bit of light, but he should want to merit more and more. And therefore, it's so good if a Jew will merit to learn before davening, which will arouse his mind and heart for Hashem more and more, either by learning or by saying to Hillim. And with supplications and requests that he should merit to nullify himself before Hashem with a true heart during prayer. And now we're going to get into a really interesting discussion. Because during the days, the weekdays, the holy books write, that even then there's a virtue of learning or saying Tehillim before davening, because that elevates the soul of the person very much. It arouses the person to yearn for Hashem. And with that power, when he gets up to daven, his soul is a is a is a receptacle that's ready to receive the light and the brains that Hashem gives you to comprehend the divine revelation, and he merits a great ascent with a recognition of Amuna, and he clings inwardly to Hashem. That's what that's supposed to happen during a regular weekday davening. If that's the way it is in the weekday, all the more so. This should be happening on the davening of Shabbos Kodesh, which even has a greater light. And therefore, the more a Jew prepares his soul to be a receptacle for the great light, and he arouses himself before davening to yearn for the divine revelation that's coming, so he will merit in actuality, as the Pesach says in Mishlei, Those who seek me will find me, says Hashem. And the more you search and prepare, that's how much you merit to receive. Now, the truth is, in footnote Kufnun, the author says, but what about at night? At night, weren't we talking about yearning a lot? Yes. So that Rizal says that the morning is the completion of the yearning that happened at night. And then comes the great revelation in the morning when we start the words nishmas kolchai as it goes further on, as we shall see. Now, the author continues and says, to have a proper tefillah, you have to prepare for tefillah. And that, the whole success of prayer depends on this. To merit the light of tefillah depends on this. The more you prepare your heart, that's how much Hashem is going to open up the light of tefillah for us. And now we come to a very important point. Prayer, and especially on Shabbos, is not merely to make requests of Hashem. Because to make requests of Hashem, it doesn't take a lot of preparation. You could just start asking. <laughs> you need something. What do you got to prepare? Just ask. Hashem, please give me this. But the real goal of prayer is to receive a new comprehension, to receive the presence of the divine light 
to strengthen your emuna and your feelings of closeness to Hashem. That's the main goal of prayer, to get closer to Hashem, to have more of Hashem's reality revealed to you and to feel that closeness of that revelation. And that light is a gift. And that's a gift that Hashem gives us during davening, and that's called, in mystical terms, mochin, brains, which is the illumination from Hashem that a person merits, that it illuminates and clarifies for him much more the reality of Hashem till the point is you live in that reality. And therefore, since you need to receive this light as a present from above, you have to prepare yourself and do certain actions to be a worthy and ready receptacle to receive the light from Hashem. As the Gemara Brachas famously tells us, at footnote Kufnan Aleph tells us, a person has to wait an hour before davening to prepare his hearts for Hashem, to be turning with yearning to Hashem and directed totally to Hashem. So therefore, it's impossible to enter prayer without proper preparations, which are feelings of yearning for Hashem. And the main preparation for davening is through learning Torah or saying Tehillim, because they both open up the heart to feel the light of Hashem and to yearn for it. That is subsection base. Now we go to subsection Gimel. You may ask a question. How much time do you have to take in preparing for davening? And the answer is there's no hard and fast rules. It depends on from one person to other. And there and also even within the same person, sometimes you need more, sometimes you need less. Because there's someone who needs a lot of preparation, and only through a lot of preparation will there now create an excitement and a yearning for Hashem. And there are those who dafka with a small amount of preparation can enter with a yearning for prayer. So therefore, and sometimes for some people, lots of preparation will cause the person to be more not focused because you lose track of focus. But here's the general rule. There has to be some kind of preparation. But the specific shape of it, there's no rules Okay, like so much and so much you should learn, so much and so much tehillim you should say. But your soul should reach a state of dvekus and yearning and nullification before Hashem, everyone according to their nature. That's how a person will become. Do what it takes to make yourself a receptacle that can receive. Okay. And now he tells us to look at a huge footnote in footnote Kuf Nun Beis, on page Kuf Pe'alef, and that goes for a good, the whole Kuf Pe'alef, the whole Kuf Pe'beis, and a bit of Kuf Pe'gimel. It's a very important footnote. It has a lot of yesodos that we should look into. And the fundamental question he asks is as follows. How is it possible to say that Torah is a preparation for prayer and that, and that promotes a quality in the prayer. But isn't Torah itself loftier than prayer? For example, we we find a Rashi in uh, Maseches Yoma, 
and also in the words of the Vilna Gon on Mishle, he says that all of Torah is a preparation for Yira, for fear. And what does that mean? They explain that Torah is a preparation that brings a person what we call Yira Elah, higher level fear. And what is, he's going to explain all this, which is a level of Beetle that expresses itself from the recognition of the greatness of Hashem. And this is a loftier type of Yira. Again, the word fear is a very bad English word. And that happens through a lot of engagement in Torah. And that is called Tefillah. We'll explain all this. Not at Sadiq explains. There's two types of Yira. Again, Yira, better not to translate the word, but there's two types of Yira. There's called Yira Tata, lower level Yira, which is Mamish Yira Sa'onish. That's fear. Fear of being punished. If it's elevated, we elevate that fear, the lower level, to become Yira Schet, fear of sin. Those are two levels of Yira Tata, either being afraid of sin going to whack you, or you're just afraid of sinning in general. You know, you don't want to sin, but it's not the punishment, it's the deficiency you create within yourself through the sin. But then there's something called Yira Elah, supernal, higher level fear. But it's not fear. It's a Yira, it's, a re, it's, a, it's an awe of the reality of Hashem. And when you're in awe of Hashem, that brings you to bittle, total essential bittle of oneself. So here's the order of the ladder in how we approach this. The order is, Torah, we know, is higher than Yira Tata, than lower level fear. But it's a preparation for Yira Elah, for higher level Yira. And that's no different than the three levels of soul, Nefesh, Ruach, and Neshama. So let's start at the bottom. Yira Tata, lower level fear, that applies to the Nefesh, that applies to the body. Good old-fashioned your body's afraid to get punished. Stimulus response. Very simple. The next level, learning Torah, that affects the Ruach, that affects your emotions. And the Shama level has the higher level, which is awe, which is the comprehension of Bittl. So now let's go into a little bit more detail. Very interesting statement of Chazal. Pirkei says, Im ain yira, if there's no yira, ain chachma, there's no wisdom. The im chachma, and if there is no chachma, ain yira, there's no yira. So what's going on? The answer is, we start, there's two different types of yira. First, we start with yira tata, lower level yira, which means fear of punishment. Now, when you have enough of that, then you're going to reach a level of Chachma, which is Torah, because you have to learn the Torah to understand what to do to not get punished. Or if we're going to say Yerashet, the fear of sin, you got to learn. And then through Torah, we can reach a higher level of Yira Elah, which really is the truth of prayer. Okay? Because Tefillah really is where we receive this great flow of revelation of Hashem. Okay? And and that flow comes to how much you're able to get out of your lower levels and how much you want from this. Now, where do you get excitement about Hashem from? You get that from learning Torah, 
which causes a person to get excited. Okay? Now, the truth is, he says in the brackets, because wait a minute, even what about learning Torah? That itself is a flow from Hashem. Okay? But tefillah is still an action of yearning, and, and that's actually yearning. But still in all, through learning Torah and the Hashpah, the light of Shabbos, a person will arouse himself more and more in his tefillah, because he's arousing himself to recognize the essence of the light of Hashem. And therefore, the Torah will cause uh, a yearning to receive more. And then the tefillah will, as you continue with that yearning, you will bring a lot more flow from Hashem. But anyway, back to the main point over here. All the virtues of Torah can bring this to us. In other words, the more you're learning, the more you yearn for Hashem. The more you know about Hashem, the more you want to know more about Hashem. So therefore, you could start with a lower level of fear, but then that's going to bring you to learn. And if your learning brings you to more awareness of Hashem, brings you excitement, wow, this is amazing. And now it brings you to Hishtoikakus, yearning. And now you're coming to the Tefillah, which is now the higher level of year, where you're blown away by Hashem. You feel nullified by Hashem. And therefore, you're a receptacle to receive from Hashem all during the Tefillah. That's the three steps. And therefore, we've got Yira, Torah, Tefillah. Now, very important proviso, very important condition. And you find this in so many places with learning of Torah. It only works if the Torah is Lishma, that you're learning because it's your desire to cling to Hashem through that learning. You're not learning for interesting information. You understand that the Torah is the mind of Hashem. And you want to connect to Hashem. You're excited to get close to Hashem. And the only way you can get close to Hashem is by learning His Torah. And you're learning it not just to know what the mitzvahs are, but to get close to Hashem. Now, if you're not learning Lishma, so that's not going to bring Hishtaikakus. It's not going to bring yearning. You may be learning Torah for your own personal success. You may be yearning for success. But to connect to Hashem is another point. And therefore, if you're going to learn for your own personal success before you're daven, then we're going to have a tefillah, so to speak, that misses the mark, that will be deficient. It'll be lacking. There won't be the revelation of the light. As a matter of fact, if you're learning Torah for your own self-aggrandizement, the kind of prayer you're going to have is going to chase away the light. Because it's going to confuse your prayers with all kinds of other thoughts. Because once you think you're somebody and you're saying things on your own and you have a self-existence separated from Hashem, then you're going to serve Hashem Shalolishma and, uh, and that's not going to connect you to Hashem. And therefore, not only he will not receive the light of Hashem as in prayer, but therefore, uh, they're going to give him what he really wants, and that's his own ideas, and that will cause all kind of confusion. And that's what David Amelach said when he was worried about Doeg and Achitofel, because he knew that they learned Shalolishma. And he says, and therefore their Tfilos should not bring a revelation of Hashem, they'll be lacking and will come all kinds of foreign thoughts. And that's what David said, you shouldn't answer them because they're really not praying properly. But, he but let's go back to the main point. He says, you cannot receive except the degree that you prepare. And the more you're yearning, 
okay, that comes before the davening and in the beginning of the davening, that's how much they're going to give you. So if you're learning Torah with a dveikus, with a, with a cleaving to Hashem, that's how you will merit proper prayer. Because that kind of Torah that's connecting you to Hashem, okay, and especially the, the learning of Torah before davening, will cause you to yearn more for Hashem. And when you strengthen yourself to connect to Hashem and yearn for that, then you merit to receive that comprehension of Hashem during davening as a result of that revelation. And he now reaches what we call Yira Elah, this higher level of Yira, this total awe and total beetle that you have before Hashem. And that is called Tefillah. That is Tefillah. Because proper Tefillah is what illuminates the person to the reality of Hashem in a lofty way and a feeling and a comprehension that this is a true tefillah. And it really isn't depending on us at the end of the day. It's a gift from Hashem that He gives us according to the preparation that we make. That if you're searching, then you will receive it. So therefore, what is what do we conclude? That Hishtaikakus, this yearning, comes to a person mainly through the learning of Torah, because the Torah brings the person to recognizing more of Hashem, and the yearning gets stronger for Hashem, and in the merit of the yearning, Hashem will illuminate us and and merit for us to achieve divinity during davening. But again, that's only if you learn Torah Lishma, because you're learning to get close to Hashem, and in that merit, you will get closer to Hashem during tefillah, and you'll nullify yourself. And you'll totally recognize that there's nothing of value opposite the reality of Hashem. But if it's a Torah that's not Lishma, and you're not looking for Hashem when you're learning, so that kind of Torah is not going to create a revelation of Hashem in davening, but it will keep the davening below. In the worlds of separation and concealment, and uh, that is going to... uh, be totally disconnected from a connection to Hashem. But if you really want to merit this dveikas to Hashem, which is a proper tefillah, that only comes with learning Torah lishma, and the more you learn Torah lishma, you will merit to comprehend the closest of Hashem that happens during tefillah. And the way to get Torah lishma is to be full of desire to get close to Hashem and comprehend divinity. That's the person who's going to learn Torah for the sake of learning to know about God. That's the strongest action a person could do in order to strengthen his closeness to Hashem. So this is certainly, when we're talking about Shabbos, that you, this is the biggest light you can get. So certainly Torah is so important to learn at that time. That is this big footnote. Now we go back to uh, subcategory Dalit, which goes back to page Kuf Bayalif, it talks about Pnimius Torah. What kind of Torah is better to learn Shabbos morning? <coughs> the ta- and this time, Shabbos morning, he says, is most suited for Pnimius Torah, the inner content of Torah, Chasidus, because that is when the world and the soul are the most purified. And they're able to merit and to feel this type of light in a way that will arouse the person to new levels completely. And therefore, it's very worthwhile to learn 
from either the Zohar HaKadosh, and he says at least the revealed part of the Zohar HaKadosh, part you can understand, or other Sifrei Hasidis and Yira, or by saying Tehillim. And he ends off by saying, fortunate is the person who merits to get up early, to, to lighten up his soul with the learning of Torah before he comes to the davening. We have one more important footnote, Kufnun Gimel. So he says, there are certain parts when he talks about, you know, Shifrei Pnimius Vigira, he says, there are certain parts that talk more, more about Hashem. When the more you talk about Hashem per se, it, it's, it's, it's very suitable to arouse the inner soul. But don't think, uh, you know, uh, don't make a mistake and think that there's an, an external part of Torah and an inner part of Torah and it's, you know, one isn't worth anything. He says, every chilek of Torah, if you're learning it for yourself to know the wisdom, that's always external. In other words, you have the simple reading of the Torah, and then you have the deeper Hasidic way of understanding, Kabbalistic way. He says, it doesn't matter what you learn. If you're learning just to get some information, none of it's going to help. But if you're learning to cling to Hashem, because Hashem is enclosed within that Torah, that is called inner learning, even if it seems to be external. Okay? In other words, there are parts that are called the external parts of the Torah. Because that, because the light of Hashem is concealed. When you're learning regular Chumash, the light of Hashem is concealed. You have to go a little bit deeper to get the light. So it's hard to be successful. And clearly, when you're talking about the concealed part of the Torah, dealing with much more divine ideas, it's easier to sense the divinity that's hidden within it. But he get, repeats again, but the truth is every part of the Torah is divine light. But it's all in garments, some in more garments, some in less garments. But if you're learning for the sake of clinging to Hashem and to appreciating the light of Hashem and to be nullified before Him, that's learning properly. So therefore, those who are seeking dvekas when they're learning Torah, that means you want to be a Merkava, you want to be a chariot of divinity. You want to be like the horse that takes the rider where it needs to go without any self-interest. You're totally subjugated to what the rider is telling you to do. And therefore, when we're learning the, the light of the Torah, a person will merit to nullify himself before Hashem. Okay, so therefore, what's the main thing? What's going to determine how good your davening is going to be? It's not what you learn, but what you're searching for in what you learn. It all depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking just to have an amazing knockout class, wow, that was great, he tied in six different areas. Now I really understand the shot of why Yaakov married two sisters. Whoa! But that's a very limited search. You're not really getting the full bang for the buck. Now, it's important. It's a good thing to have. We certainly, it's part of learning, but it's not the kind of learning that's going to excite you for the davening afterwards. But if you're looking for something great, you're looking for that light that's residing in the Torah and you want to connect with that light. You want to be a mere cover for that light. 
Then you will merit to understand the inner content of the Torah, receive the divinity in the learning. You'll get some of the infinite light that's in the Torah, and therefore you'll get the excitement during davening. So the truth is you should want both because to know that this is the kli and this is the light. So, Bikitzer, what is what should we be doing this coming Shabbos? This coming Shabbos, the tzaddik is suggesting that the best way to get the best davening is to learn before davening and to learn the svarim that encourage us to want to get closer to Hashem. Now, of course, there's so many beautiful things in Torah, and one does not, uh, um, what do you call it? They're not mutually exclusive goals, because remember, there's pardes. There's pshat, remes, drush, sod. But you want to really connect to Hashem, we got to hit the deeper levels. At the end of the day, we have to see how all this Torah teaches us ways to connect to Hashem. Of course, we have to know the pshat and what the pasuk is. We have to know what does the Torah mean when, uh, as we'll talk about this uh, Friday night and Shabbos morning, what does it mean that Yaakov, you know, that you that Leah felt hated? We have to know pshat in that. But then we have to take it to a deeper level to understand. And what does this mean regarding my relationship with Hashem? How can I have a stronger relationship with Hashem every time you open up a chumash? You want, we, you know, a lot of people say, you know, you have to have some kind of lesson that comes out of it. That's true. But not every lesson will necessarily get you closer to Hashem. It could be lessons in having a better relationship. But you have to say, why do I want to have a better relationship? In order to get closer to Hashem. But, but the fact is, we've got to always be focused on how does this learning, Lishma means, I'm learning this to know more about how I can connect to Hashem in a successful way and feel the light. Because remember, Torah is just more information about Hashem. We're peeling the layers off to know more about Hashem. And the more you know about the virtues of someone, the more you want to get to know them even better. So if you're going to be just having a, a mundane scholarly class for the sake of scholarship, that's not going to get you any closer to Hashem during davening. But if, the, if the, what you're learning is, okay, so where, where do I see inside of me a greater yearning for HaKadosh Baruch Hu from this learning? And I'm now motivated to get closer to Hashem through this learning. That is what the kind of learning should be. So, again, now, theoretically, on every level it could happen. You could even learn Dafiomi with the right understanding. But not all learning so easily lends itself to it. That's why the Hasidic Shesfarim that explain the wisdom of the Torah, Alpi Kabbalah, which tries to, which shows us where we feel connected to Hashem. And that's what all the Torah that the Hasidic Rebbe's would say on Shabbos, always coming back to whatever the Torah is about, is always getting back to Shabbos and always getting back to understanding and how do we get closer to Hashem. So if that learning gets us to that point, then we get excited now to daven and say, okay, Hashem, Pour it on. We're looking for all that. That's where we're going to have this success, which will lead us to tomorrow's learning, which is the Kavanas of Shachris. And then after that, we get into the Kriya Satora. Mirza Hashem to be continued. Shkoyach, everybody.